Today we are talking about the new moon in Libra in October and how it's about balance and fairness, but there is also a very strong independent streak in this new moon. So stay tuned. Hi everyone, I'm Donna Stellhorn, your practical astrologer, here to talk to you today about the new moon on October 6th. This new moon is in Libra. We're going to be doing an overview of this chart and then we're going to go sign by sign. And there are going to be chapters that YouTube does for you, plus there's timestamps in the description. I want to welcome all of you who have joined us today. It is so gratifying that you guys are listening to these videos. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for the nice comments. It is just, it's, it warms my heart. Thank you so much. So here's the chart. And as you can see, we have the sun, moon, Mars, and Uranus all at 13 degrees. And while in astrology, a lot of the times we are only looking at the degrees because that means that the planets are talking to each other. We also do want to take into consideration the numerology that's going on here. Now let's step back a second and think about Libra. Libra is the sign of balance and relationships. So in the chart, uh, you know, we, we sit at the horizon uh, with our ascendant. And so that natural placement is Aries. Your ascendant might be something entirely different, uh, but uh, the natural wheel has Aries uh, as the ascendant. And therefore the descendant, the opposite sign would be Libra. And so the ascendant or first house represents us. And then the seventh house or descendant represents everyone else. And so all new opportunities for relationships come in through the seventh house and the seventh house and descendant is naturally the sign of Libra. So we connect Libra very much to relationships. Now, this doesn't mean that if you are a Libra, that you're an expert at relationships. Uh, far to the contrary. <laughs> so it is that when we have a son in Libra, we are learning how to do relationships. We are learning that whatever your son is, is what you're learning. So uh, when we're Aries, you know, if your son is Aries, we are learning then to take action, very direct action, to not sit around, to you know, really jump to it. And, you know, we can go through the list. So when you read about the qualities of your sun sign, remember that you are reading what your soul is aspiring to in this lifetime. Now, this is quite different, of course, to your ascendant. And that's why I recommend that when you listen to the individual predictions, you listen to both your sun sign as well as your ascendant, because the ascendant predictions that is going to be something that feels very much in line with what's going on with you. So, but I digress. <laughs> when we are looking at this Libra energy that we're doing in this new moon, uh, we are thinking about uh, this balance between relating to others and being, you know, what you can to be in that relationship, you know, whether that means compromising or adjusting what you're doing versus the other side of this set of scales, which is being independent and being self-reliant. And so we have now this sort of energy of uh, finding the balance between those two things. So now we have a really interesting energy in the sense that 
This is not just a normal new moon. This is a new moon exactly conjunct Mars. And Mars represents, uh, it doesn't represent, Mars rules Aries. And so Mars is the planet that says, go be independent, go be self-reliant. You know, don't wait for others, move forward. And it's sitting there in Libra uh, in this new moon energy. So so doing this balance is very important. And so some of what we're seeing, of course, as we are sort of transitioning out of the pandemic, you know, I do feel like the pandemic stuff's still going to go on until we get that December Uranus uh, Saturn square. And then I think that you know, we'll, we'll pretty much at that point know what direction we're going with all of this. But uh, with this, there is this desire maybe to get out there and do things more and more, but then we are balancing, you know, our own health with, you know, the health of other people around us. And so some of that is this going on. Now, of there's also this idea of, you know, you're in a relationship and this Mars, which says be self-reliant is saying, well, let's be self-reliant together. How about pulling communities together or at least families together, or maybe the people in your apartment complex pulling together to help each other. But what makes this new moon with this Mars so incredibly intense is we look over and we see that Uranus is also at 13 degrees and it is in Taurus, which means that by sign, well, and by aspect, uh, this is an inconjunct, an inconjunct, or sometimes people call it a queen cunks. Uh, and this energy is about making adjustments. This is an uncomfortable aspect that says that whatever direction you were thinking of going, you have to shift or pivot. Now, this is an inconjunct, so it is not a pivot like going the opposite direction. It is an adjustment. So it's more like, like a lane change, or maybe it's a need to get off the freeway, but you're still going to head to your destination. There's, there's just an adjustment that you're making. Now, the, the really interesting thing, I don't know how many times I've said that this time, but the really interesting thing here is that the Libra planets that we have, Sun, Moon, and Mars, and this Taurus planet, Uranus, are all ruled by Venus. And so even though they are an inconjunct energy, they are all ruled by the same planet, which is sitting there at 28 degrees of Scorpio. Now, the, the Venus in Scorpio energy is quite judgmental. It is one that is discerning to say, you know, this is going to benefit me and that is not going to benefit me. And so it's very aware of, you know, what are the resources that it has or what are the resources that it does not have. Additionally, Venus here is also going to say, what is the truth? Uh, Venus will want the truth and will, you know, do whatever it takes to uncover the truth about things. So what can this mean for you? It can mean that some truths will be revealed over this period that cause you to pivot or make an adjustment. But it also can mean that 
truths are coming out which are then going to cause other people to make adjustments which then ripple to you so you may not i mean you might say to yourself i already knew those truths i already knew that was happening or those facts but other people maybe did not and now there is uh, shifts that they're making and then you have to make shifts as well so I know that we're going to get into specifics for what this is for each sign so but that's that's more of how the, some of this energy is going to work now i want to bring in this idea of the number 13 also which again super interesting uh, because the number 13 uh, is this energy that combines the number one which is about independence and self-reliance with the number three which is about bringing in some outside help for creativity you know we see the number three maybe in the tarot uh, with the three of pentacles for example where we see three people coming together each with their own skill set or each with whatever they have to offer to create something larger but we also see this in the tarot with the three of swords where there can be uh, maybe a division in a relationship or things like that where where it's not you know nothing is completely positive everything is a balance of positive and negative and so there is that issue of you know that that maybe there's just too much doubt or there is suspicion or there is actually a third person in a relationship and that's causing problems so so we have this number th 13 so independence and then pulling in other people for creativity and if we add the one and three together we get four now the number four is about hard work and about stability and that's from a western perspective if we look at this from the chinese astrology or feng shui perspective then we are looking also at a releasing a letting go there is a more energy of uh, an ending happening so uh so finding the balance between those two energies is that we are uh, being independent we have an idea we go out into the world and we get positive or negative feedback on that and then we get to work and we discard or let go of what is not working and so that's what the number 13 is bringing and so if you're very attracted to the number 13 then that is energy you really want to work with if you tend to back away from the number 13 I think that this would be a time for you to meditate on that and say you know why why am I feeling you know apprehensive about this because if if you can lean in a little to looking at this idea of bringing an idea to the table cooperating with others and then getting down to business to see what what you need to make this happen uh you know I think looking at the number 13 that way versus you know all the stories and folklore about it uh I think that could be better especially for these two weeks so what's what's the bottom line uh you know this is going to be a really intense 
two weeks uh, because Mars is a very martial sign. Uranus is this explosive energy and they are an exact in conjunct and they've pulled the sun and moon along with them. So we are going to have a time where there are things going on where you suddenly need to change directions. And all this means is to be aware and to, to be flexible about circumstances. And so that can be anything from, you know, having a plan B to say, you know, if, if you're planning to go to the store on Tuesday and suddenly there's a storm or, you know, there's something that impedes you, maybe you have an opportunity to make some money uh, or somebody in the family needs you to be ready to pivot you know, if necessary. So, and then I just wanted to remind you that Mercury is still retrograde. It's going to be retrograde until October 18. And this means that doing some things like getting your car repaired, um, trying to go get your license renewed or doing anything that you don't want to repeat is not advised during Mercury retrograde. Now that said, if you're stuck and you have to get your car repaired, by all means do it. If you are needing something and you cannot, you know, like your laptop's completely broken and you need to get a new computer, of course you're going to get it during Mercury retrograde. But you wanna make sure you get the warranty so it can be returned in case the new one doesn't work and be aware that on future retrogrades that things could go wrong with it. Now. Again, this is just a matter of adjusting to the energy. There's a ton of positive things that you can do to use that Mercury retrograde energy to your benefits, you know, like uh, learning a language, uh, eating healthy, doing exercise programs and things like that. So myself and another astrologer, Tammy Magaro, have started a, uh, a little series of books on this very subject and uh, there is a link in the description and I'm gonna put the link somewhere here so you can start to see what we've been working on. Okay, now we're gonna go sign by sign and I just wanted to remind you in case you didn't know uh, that I do tropical astrology. Uh, it's a Western astrology, of course. Normally I use the Placidus house system, but for predictions, because I don't have your chart in front of me, I am using a uh, zero Aries chart or um, yeah, it's called the zero Aries chart. And so if you are listening to this, uh, if you're listening to your sun sign, also check out your rising sign. If you don't know your rising sign, you can send me an email and I'll send you a copy of your chart. 